you've just tuned into Surviving My Past. A survivor podcast about my life with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD. Join me in raising awareness and inspiring others. Are you ready? Let's rock this healing journey. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Surviving My Podcast. This is Episode 4. My name is Lyric. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, and yes, that is the new name of the show. Um, instead of the Surviving My Past podcast, I decided to go with Surviving My Podcast. Kind of a play on words with my blog, survivingmypast.net. See, I'm kind of cool like that. You know, I came up with that all by myself, so you should be impressed. But uh, anyways, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to join me here. Um, I'm not sure if this is probably the best time in the world to do a podcast. I actually just got back from a therapy session where um, I walked into that session feeling rather confident for some reason. And uh, usually when I feel like that, the bottom's about to drop out on me. And this one was kind of no exception, although maybe not quite as bad as I thought it would be. But uh, when I get inspired, I tend to really have to find a release, whether it's blogging or now doing this podcast or doing something else. So I figured... Well, rather than come home and write about it, I'm going to do another show and just kind of see where this takes us. So I posted a tweet um, a couple minutes before I started recording this, and I said, I think I'm going to call this next podcast Anxiety Sucks. And that's what this podcast is going to be called, Anxiety Just Sucks. Um, because anybody who deals with anxiety it knows it's just terrible, and it's a pain in the butt, and it just really messes with your life, and it pretty much runs your life if you're not careful. Um, so I guess I'm just going to take this time to talk about my anxiety, how it affects me talking about the anxiety that we were, that we were discussing in, in the therapy session tonight with my therapist, Jay, who is just amazing. And I'm so grateful for her, but, um, you know, for somebody who has anxiety, it's really no joke. I mean, you see memes and you see people talking about it or, you know, whatever at work or something. And people say, yeah, I have anxiety or, oh, this gives me anxiety and that gives me anxiety. And that may very well be true because everybody in the world has some type of anxiety at some point. But for those of us that live with it on an exponentially larger level, um, anxiety is no joke. It's something we deal with every single day. And it's something that we think about when we first wake up all throughout our workday or whatever our day has um, in store for us. And it's something we think about in the evening. It's something we think about when we go to bed. Something that we think about that keeps us up at night. Um, for me, I know I've written a couple articles in the past on my blog about how, you know, I wake up with anxiety thinking about, uh, will I get ready for work in time? Will I leave on time? Will there be traffic? Will I be able to perform all the tasks I need at work? If somebody asks me a question, will I be able to answer it? All these things go through my head in the morning before I even leave the house. And then, of course, if I have my, my youngest son here and I have to get him to school, then it's like, okay, well, we have to leave by this time in the morning. So we hit this traffic pattern. So, you know, we make make it to the bus stop in time and we're not late. And then, you know, so and, and I have to plan ahead to make sure I have enough gas or, you know, if I don't have gas, I have to leave a bit earlier to get some because I forgot to do it the night before or I just procrastinated because I'm a gigantic procrastinator. So anxiety manifests itself in that way. And usually when it takes over, it's very, very hard to stop um, an anxiety attack. And I don't know that I necessarily have anxiety attacks to where they really take me completely out of my game and shut me down too often. It does happen, but 
more with me it's just living with daily anxiety and trying to keep it under control trying not to worry about as many things as i do and just kind of live my life and not be so paranoid for lack of a better term of what could happen and what might happen and analyze and overthink everything like i always do so then i get to work and of course the whole day's chores kick in with um you know i have to get this email sent i have to get this project updated i have this many conference calls somebody's going to call me wanting an update on something that i don't know and so I analyze all those types of things. I have to get this report done and that report done. And then I get home, or excuse me, on my way home, well, should I stop and, and get something for dinner because I don't feel like cooking? Or do I have anything in the house? Should I get groceries? Should I not get groceries tonight? Is my son with me? Do I have to cook? Like all these things go through my head all the time. It's a constant, never ending, vicious cycle in my head that just never shuts up. And that's why I say anxiety sucks because, you know, it can so easily take over our lives. And even, uh, you know, with the best grounding skills and coping skills, you can have the biggest arsenal of coping skills in the world. And, you know, you can use them all the time, but you really have to believe in them and apply yourself and, and, and create a mindset that you're not going to let anxiety take over. And that is so unbelievably hard and it takes a lot of work on our part. And God knows I am no expert at it because I have anxiety all the time, but I am feeling like I'm getting a bit better thanks to the videos that uh, Jody Amon does, which if you've never listened to her, um, you really should. Her, her videos on anxiety are just incredible. Her new book that I've read called You One Anxiety Zero is amazing. Jody is waging the war on anxiety and helping everybody who will listen to be educated and to be validated and to know that you know we can beat anxiety. And, but it's not an easy thing and I struggle with it all the time and I need to reaffirm to myself that I can do this and I can do that and I'm not stuck and I'm not bound by anxiety. But you know, some days it just takes over and knocks me for a loop and other days it's not quite so bad. Today wasn't all that bad of a day, <clears throat> I guess from a work perspective and whatnot, but and I, like I said, I was feeling pretty good when I went into that therapy session. And then we started talking about a little bit about my mother, but we didn't dwell on that too much because I had brought up to Jay that I have a date coming up. And well, you know, for those that don't know, I'm a 40s uh, single guy, single dad, and I'm working on getting back into the dating scene, but it's incredibly scary. Mainly because I'm just paranoid of getting hurt again and paranoid of not seeing the red flags with somebody, you know, that I should see or getting in over my head or autopilot taking over, which is a whole nother discussion. So we spent most of the, the time just trying to work through the reasons why I was overanalyzing about going on this date so much. Um, dating just sucks. Don't let anybody try and tell you that dating is fun and it's exciting because I can tell you from real life experience in your 40s, dating just stinks. You mostly have to use the online dating thing and you have to go on so many dates and, you know, weed through the ones who aren't right for you and try and embrace the ones that maybe are and look for red flags and do I connect with this person and if I'm not, why aren't I? And all these things that just can really play with your head and really be like a total mind screw. So I don't envy anyone who's in the dating scene like I am right now because it's just not a good thing. And I know that you have to put yourself out there if you don't have somebody, I get it. I'm trying to embrace that, but it's really just not easy and it's terrifying and it's a total anxiety rush and just a royal pain in the ass to be quite frank with you. But in any event, I'm not gonna dwell on that too much more, but just suffice it to say that the total, that the session was a total, like it was building up anxiety as the, as the time went on and we talked more and more, I was getting more fidgety and more anxious and, scrunching around on the couch trying to get comfortable and stammering a bit and just really out of my element and she could tell that I was getting 
really frustrated because I'm sitting there talking to her about, well, what if this happens? Or what if that happens? Or what if I connect with them? Well, what if I don't? Well, what if this person's right for me? What if they're not right for me? And that's my analytical brain overthinking everything instead of just living life in the moment, trying to relax and have a good time. And hey, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And you learn from it and move on. Or maybe it'll be something awesome. And so I would love to be able to embrace that concept all the time, but I really am not good at it. Um, I don't have my act together in that sense, or in a lot of senses, I suppose, but I'm trying. So it's just, um, it's amazing when you think about anxiety and how much it affects your life. And in another sense, um, I've written some pieces before on the blog about how healing from anxiety doesn't mean that you forget. And I really should take my own advice because one of the things that scares me about healing is that I'm going to suppress and forget what happened to me in the past. And I know that Jay tells me, you've come too far, you're not going to forget, you're not going to suppress, I won't let you, blah, 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 blah. And I believe her, and she's honest, and she would never BS me, I get it. But I've spent so much time over the last month and a half, two months, discussing all these issues with my mother, that I've really put the whole healing journey from my abuse on the back burner. I've barely thought about the events that dominated my mind for so long here of late. And that kind of gives me some anxiety because... My healing journey is taking a turn, a very unexpected turn, and I don't necessarily know how to handle it because I suck at multitasking. I mean, I just royally suck at it. I need to focus on one thing and have some tunnel vision and and just, you know, plow through whatever it is. And I feel like I was making some good progress in healing from abuse and between the blog and therapy sessions and talking to a colleague and and opening up to the survivor community, I thought things were kind of going in a good direction which I'm not going to minimize that. I'm going to shut up and run with it. Um, Now, with all this stuff with my mother, it gives me anxiety because, first of all, I have animosity and resentment to her in the first place for the invalidation, which I discussed two shows ago. I think it was episode two of this podcast. Um, So if you haven't heard that one, um, I would encourage you to go check it out. So not only do I have to work through that in general of having the anxiety and the invalidation memories, but now she's running my life again in my head and she's not even here. I mean, she's alive, but she's not with me now. You know, I I see her once in a while when I see my dad and whatnot, but it's almost like deja vu, for lack of a better term, because when I was younger, she was running my life and telling me what to do and how to think and what to wear and all that stuff that I covered on the, you know, that uh, episode two. Now it's dominating my head again because it's it's what I talk about in therapy. And therapy is supposed to be my safe place, my, the place where I can be open and honest and really just be myself and not have to worry about something like my mother. But as it turns out, the issues with my mother are connected with the abuse, with the bullying, with my lack of self-esteem now, my whole life. So everything is interconnected in a way that I haven't quite put all the pieces together yet. Uh, It's like a puzzle piece in my head where I've got like the bottom filled in and the left corners filled in and some of the right sides filled in, but the top is like several pieces just kind of hanging out because they don't have any place to go. And so as I go through this healing journey, I'm trying to put those pieces together and form this puzzle. And as I do that, though, I find a new memory or, or something else that I that I put up there, but I can't connect them all yet. And it's unbelievably frustrating, like just frustrating as hell. And it's something that I struggle with all the time. So, you know, what Jay told me tonight and what she's told me before is that 
you know, this is all connected and that I am healing. You know, I'm making big strides and I've come a long way and I'm stronger than I give myself credit for. And, um, you know, I'm doing the right things and I'm putting in the effort and the work and the research and the writing and expressing myself and all the things that you, that, you know, make me feel better and help me cope. But it just seems like it's all kind of disjointed because every week it's some type of new anxiety rush in regards to my mother or work it can be an anxiety rush for me as i mentioned uh sometimes making sure i need you know something to take care of my son it can be an anxiety rush there's very few times in my life when i can actually just kind of chill out and relax and unwind and just not think about anything because my mind is always going with what do i need to cover tomorrow what did i forget to put on my my calendar on my phone uh you know i forgot to pick up cat food now i need to go back to the the store after work tomorrow or something like it just the brain never shuts off and it's so frustrating and I can say anxiety sucks a hundred times and it's not going to be enough because hopefully you guys can understand too that, you know, if you deal with anxiety on any level uh, or a level like I do, that it's just irritating and frustrating and some days you wonder how you even get through it and then you wake up the next day and you do it all over again. So I guess to kind of sum this up a little bit here on this show is I need to validate myself that I'm okay, that I'm doing the right things, that I'm putting in the effort and the hard work, that anxiety doesn't have to run my life, that I need to do self-care and take care of myself and enjoy life and not let it pass me by worrying about the what ifs and the what could happens and the what should have happened had I done this or that and just experience life more. I think I wrote a blog post about that before too and I keep referencing blog posts. So please, by all means, go to my site, survivingmypast.net and search for some of these if you like. Um, I would really appreciate it. Dealing with anxiety, there's tools out there. The Jody Amon videos, there's videos by my good friends Athena Moberg and Bobby Parrish, who I believe did a Trauma Recovery University video about anxiety. There's blogs out there like mine and lots of... uh, resources and books to read to help deal with anxiety. And I just want to encourage myself right now and encourage you to try it and take baby steps and take a couple minutes out of a day to where you try and not focus on your anxiety or maybe work for half an hour at it. And then the next day, maybe you add a couple more minutes to it. That That's what I'm trying to do right now. That's what I'm going to try and force myself to focus on here over this weekend and in the coming days is to Schedule sometimes if I have to and really focus on not thinking about anxiety. Schedule something. Think of something I can do that's fun, that's self-care, that I can let my mind flow and get away by watching a movie or playing my, my bass or listening to music or reading or whatever it is. Find something that that you enjoy that, that can take your mind off of life for a little bit because there's nothing wrong with escaping. And it doesn't mean that we're going to suppress everything and that all the anxiety is going to magically go away. I mean, my goodness, of course not. It takes effort and hard work. But anything we can do to give our mind a break and claim that small victory and encourage ourselves, that can be built on. And over time, you add, a, you add another minute or two each day or create some affirmations for yourself. Leave yourself positive notes on the bathroom mirror or on the steering wheel of your car or, um, you know, a reminder on your phone that says, you know, you, you got this or you can handle this or something to that effect that that encourages you and use that opportunity to, you know, just pretty much give your mind a break with that. I will wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. I hope you'll check out the rest of my podcasts. Please leave me comments. Um, I enjoy those a lot. It means a lot. And I look forward to talking to you all soon. And uh, have a great day. Thanks again for listening to the Surviving My Past podcast, presented by survivingmypast.net. 
a therapy blog about living with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD as a result of childhood sexual abuse. My story and my opinions are my own. I am not a mental health professional or a medical doctor, nor am I giving any such advice. I'm just a regular guy sharing my stories and hoping to inspire others to help raise awareness, heal together, and end the stigma. I encourage you to seek the help of a professional in regards to any mental or physical health matter. Feel free to contact me anytime via email at lyric at survivingmypast.net or on Twitter at survivingmypast. And be sure to head over to my website and subscribe to my email updates. Have a great day.